Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and we're delighted to have with us today Produce Supervisor Ricky Holman and Store Director Todd Hollingsworth of United Supermarkets. They're joining us on the heels of a really fun watermelon display contest that helped drive sales for their region around the 4th of July holiday. And now the winning produce manager, Wendell Vidro, couldn't be with us today, but we're excited to talk about his efforts and those of the whole team um, toward this event, which I'm told generated just awesome results. So gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today on the Produce Retail Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Now, um, for, for folks who are listening who may not know me as well, I'm personally a huge proponent of contests. I think they're absolutely fantastic for driving engagement with the shoppers, but also with the teams within the stores. So I think it's really cool that you guys are doing this. Uh, at the same time, I know that it takes a whole lot of coordination and work to actually make these to go into the planning and to go into the execution for all of this to go really well. So, Ricky, we'll, we'll start with you on kind of the, the regional level. What goes into setting up uh, a display contest like this? Well, you know, the, the key is getting everyone involved. Uh, and, that, and that's the tricky part. You know, of course, the more people that you include, uh, the more moving parts you have, the harder it is to get. Uh, everything going, but our our team did a fantastic job of, of pulling together. Uh, we we communicated it uh, multiple times on multiple different levels, and our teams got behind it. Well, once you get the teams buying in, we're a very competitive group. Uh, so the region uh, just kind of went, you know, a, a nice friendly competition. Just kind of went at it, and we they would see what one store was doing, and so really once we got the ball rolling it was just getting out of the way and and letting them do their thing and and uh letting the competition and the competitive nature take over awesome and what are a few of those moving parts who who all do you need to get involved and what are all the pieces that you kind of have to make sure are in place in kind of the weeks leading up to something like this our 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 regional vice president uh, really kind of spearheaded it and got got it taken over and communicated it through conference calls. Uh, and then our center store supervisor uh, kind of got some legs uh, in it, and that included everyone between uh, general merchandise, the grocery team. Uh, and so then, of course, the produce side of it, then you've got the buyers making sure that we have enough product to fulfill and take care of all the uh, the responsibilities and the obligations. So between your, your buying team, all your suppliers, your growers, uh, your store level teams, uh, your support teams. I mean, there's just a lot of, a lot of, and then the fun part is finding the space and the location. So the store directors play a, a huge part in, in driving that and allowing and making spots and spaces. Uh, some stores is easier than others. Uh, some stores that are not quite as big, they're, they're a little more restricted on. And so it, it just took a lot of creative uh, juices to get all those different pieces in the same place at the same time on the same page. Excellent. And, and Ricky, you mentioned the role of the store director. So you made the transition easy for us. Todd, what, what does it look like at store level for you guys putting together something like this and in particular collaboration between you know several different departments? Well, the first thing is, is we get the, we get the information from, from John, our RVP, and then from Ricky and produce. And then, um, 
um, Jared on the grocery side so that we kind of have all the rules and we know what products are going to be included um, in the contest so that we know what we need to drive. And once we have all the criteria for the contest, then it's just a matter of us sitting down um, in our manager meetings. So I have the department managers. Uh, we all get together and uh, we throw out the vision or I throw out the vision to them and let them know, hey, we're having a, a big watermelon contest. It's called One in a Melon. Uh, these are the products that are involved um, in the produce side. And then this is the grocery side, uh, the different items that are going to be involved in that. And once I've got that criteria down, then I, I make it bigger. And so it's I want uh, floral, uh, even though you're not necessarily uh, your sales don't uh, they're not involved in the contest. I still want you involved. I want uh, watermelon arrangements, watermelon themed arrangements. Um, let's see. Um, we get food service involved. I want uh, you guys producing some fruit uh, that we that we have through concierge, some fruit bowls that are watermelon themed, made out of watermelon and having those involved. We get sushi involved. She actually made uh, some sushi that looked like a slice of of watermelon. And so the tuna was the, the meat of the watermelon and she had cucumber on the edge. Um, so it was phenomenal. We had bakery involved, even though they weren't a part of the contest. It was watermelon themed cupcakes and cakes and cookies. And so we incorporate those. We get wine uh, over there, a, a watermelon themed uh, or flavored wine. It's just a matter of um, just going and talking to all those department managers and throwing out the vision and letting them know what I'm thinking and that we're going to incorporate all of these things into our big display. And then the display part of it, it's really me and Wendell just kind of putting our heads together and uh, deciding where we're going to put it, which obviously going to be in the front of the store for us and making room and then kind of deciding what we want that to look like. And we wanted it to look like a farmer's market type of theme. And so we, we, we built the canopies and Wendell has some guys, um, some individuals over there in his produce department that are really handy that uh, are resourceful and can do those things really well. And so we just pulled those guys in, showed them a few pictures, told them what we were looking at, what we wanted to do. And we got the schedule together and coordinated times where we're all going to be there helping and putting it together and just got to work. Took us about two days, two and a half days uh, to get it all set up and looking the way that we wanted. And so that was it. And then probably the other biggest piece for us was the fresh cut side. Uh, we already sell a lot of fresh cut watermelon uh, during this time of year. And so if we were going to be driving it and pushing those sales through fresh cut, uh, we, we had to have a plan uh, to be able to keep up with it because we can't sell it if it's not in the cooler. Um, we don't have it made. So uh, we, we had to come up with a plan on that. And so we uh, came up with a plan to have try to get some people trained and fresh cut that were from our front end, which are a couple of our checkers and get them trained over there in fresh cut and learning how to do just watermelon fresh cut. And they were going to work overnight. And so we had them working overnight, mass producing all of this fresh cut so that we were not playing catch up the next morning and we could just keep on driving it all day. And that was a huge piece, piece to it. Uh, so it's just a lot of coordination, a lot of planning, and everybody was on board, and it doesn't take a whole lot. Like Ricky said, we're all competitive, and so it doesn't take a whole lot 
uh, to get everybody fired up. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, that was a long answer. No, that was <laughs> fantastic and so cool to hear about how you guys really expanded it from, you know, these are these are the the few items that are involved, but we really want every department in the store to be able to be involved, you know, in some capacity. Um, cause I know that, you know, when you think about marketing in general, right, it's all about those impressions and people need to see it a number, you know, X number of times before they pull the trigger. Right. And, um, Absolutely. yeah. And with you guys talking extensively about the planning and the preparation, what's kind of, what was kind of the time frame for this, Ricky, we can start with you. When, when do you guys first hear about this contest is happening? How does it kind of go through the, the planning at the regional stage? And then, and then Todd will go over to you on what that looks like on the store level. Uh, we actually, we were in the middle of a mango contest. And so we, we decided early on in early May that we wanted to have a, a game plan. So we went, we started talking about it, I'd probably say the first week in May, trying to find out when would be a good time and when this contest, because we run a lot of different contests. And so it's always trying to, we don't want to overwhelm our teams with too many contests at one time. So we tried to decide when would be a good time. Uh, so right after the mango contest, we went into a pineapple upside down cake contest. So we had to kind of wait for that. And then we thought, well, 4th of July, people eat a ton of watermelon. Uh, and so we thought that would be a, a great time frame to start at the 4th of July weekend. Uh, uh, actually a couple of weeks before rolling into 4th of July weekend. And uh, man, you know, we have a, our bakery supervisor is very well versed. He was able to put together a, a spreadsheet or an email that went out every single day that let stores know where they were at and stores would, so you could see every day on a day-to-day -day basis where you were at compared to the group. So uh, that kind of fired them up. They were like, oh, I'm $400 behind, but yesterday I was 800 behind, so I'm closing the gap. So that would inspire them and get them going. Uh, so, you know, just to have, like like Todd was saying, the collaboration from people who aren't necessarily nor what you would say included. Uh, we have a great admin assistant. She did a wonderful job putting together the criteria. She worked on that thing day and night. I mean, it would be seven o'clock at night, 730, and she would be sending email. Hey, look at this. What do you think? Anything you want to add or take away? I mean, so she was fired up. The teams was fired up. We were, I mean, everyone fired up early in May for a contest that wasn't go, going to yeah. kick off until uh, latter part of June. Uh, so we were, we were already fired up. And so, and then <laughs> after seeing the way the teams at the store level got behind it, I mean, it, it fired us up even more. So we started planning the, the next contest and the next contest. So it, it's just very contagious. Uh, and especially when you have, you know, those members that are not what you would say included, just when you see it, they're fired up, it, it fires you up. That's awesome. And then how about the the time frame for you guys there in the store, Todd? When, when did that kind of first meeting take place to when you had to actually have everything physically up and ready to go? I would say we probably, we started talking about it the 1st of June. Um, at the store level, because um, we were we were finishing up mangoes, um, and that ran the course of May. Then we had to jump into the pineapple upside down cakes, and that's a two two week uh, contest. And but we started talking about it at the beginning of June, like 
how the transition on the front was going to take place and who was going to be doing what, uh, the different items started looking at Pinterest and looking around for different ideas on products as far as, you know, watermelon thing, cupcakes and everything. We, we were all just kind of already kicking things around at that point. And then once uh, pineapple upside down cakes were over, we had a week uh, to get uh, everything transitioned um, from from the pineapple upside down cake to the uh, to the watermelon contest, and this this watermelon contest was a lot bigger than the pineapple upside down cake. Uh, we we went really big on our display up front. You know, we had displays a bit huge watermelon display and fresh cut uh, display over in produce. We had some more stuff up front. Uh, we we had stuff all over the place as far as that is concerned. But once once pineapple upside down cakes a week and. We probably started pulling the trigger on everything probably that weekend leading into it. Started transitioning and building and getting it all together. So that's pretty much it. Gotcha. And Todd, I know you mentioned that um, you guys have a few folks in the produce department who are particularly handy and resourceful putting together that display. What were a few of the things that uh, that impressed you the most that you saw some of those folks kind of putting their skill and creativity to work there? Well, I, I think a word for those guys, uh, for Pedro and Rafael and, and even Wendell, uh, just resourceful. Um, they're able to take a, different things that we have here at the store and they make it work. Um, and they, they, they're just able to make things. Sometimes it seems like out of nothing, but I know it's not out of nothing, but they're very industrious and resourceful in, in doing those kind of things. And really all I do is I give them the green light and give them the resources they need to get it done. And then I'm just kind of their, um, their grunt uh, over there. Uh, they tell me what to do and where to move this and where um, I'm definitely over there engaged and helping with it, but they're, they're, they're a lot of the, this is, this is where we're going to put this. And this is, uh, they, they know how to build it. And so I'm just there to help them uh, carry it out and get it done. And so, they're, 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 they're amazing guys. Very cool. And I know you guys mentioned that you, you do quite a few of these contests. What have you guys both seen as far as sort of the sweet spot of how many is the right amount? What kind of cadence seems to work well to keep everybody energized, but not overwhelm? I would say on my end, it's, it's, it's a matter of it's not a, so much how many contests you do in a year, it's which contest. It's got to be the right contest. Uh, something that everyone can get behind. The more departments you can get involved, uh, the decoration piece of it is, is big. And then it's the length of the contest. Uh, you know, kind of that sweet spot, I would say, is about 10 days to two weeks, and then it starts kind of getting stale. Uh, the guest is kind of, they're kind of burned out on, you know, they can only eat so much mangoes, so much pineapple upside down cake, so much watermelon. Uh, so after I'd say about 10 to 14 days is kind of that sweet spot. After that, you know, you kind of, it, it loses its its zeal, it loses its its uh, appeal. Uh, then it just becomes, oh, that, that display was there last week. That display has been there two weeks. So, but when you initially build it and they walk in and they see the display and the lights and the, the different decor, it gets their attention, you know, and it's real surprising at first, and it's great. And then the second time is is 
it's still pretty good. And then it just kind of starts to dwindle. So again, from my, my point, I would say not so much how many contests, it's as long as you're doing the right contest and you're not dragging out a single contest for any prolonged period of time and you're not overlapping and stacking two or three contests on top of each other because it's kind of hard to, then you're being pulled. You can't give any one particular contest the, the attention that it deserves and, and needs. And I'll let you well, add to that the, too, Todd, yeah. Well, with the watermelon, I think the watermelon is, it, it's the right product uh, at the right time. Uh, so we're pushing it two weeks um, going into the 4th of July, 4th of July weekend and, and, and watermelon, I mean, people, I mean, I, I think with cakes, like Ricky was saying, I think that can get a little, they, they can get stale um, after a couple of weeks, the contest gets a little uh, gets a little rough after about two weeks. Um, sometimes two weeks is a little too long. But I thought with the watermelon, it, it I mean, it, it was the right product at the right time. And I, I think people, they just buy that watermelon. They love that fresh cut watermelon and they eat it up that day or the next day. And then they're wanting to come in and they're getting some more. Uh, and as long as we're able to produce it, and keep it out there and they can find it, um, we're gonna sell it. And that's what it was all about is is growing those sales uh, because sales, uh, for the most part, they'll fix everything. And so the more we can sell, the better off we are um, at the store level. And so uh, that's what it was all about is just driving those sales. We even got, we even got mother nature involved and got hundred degree weather almost every day. So yeah. there's a collaboration right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need something refreshing. Right, exactly. Yeah, those sunny the, days and some heat don't hurt, so can, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, now that the contest is over, we'll see if we can get out of these 100 degrees. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. Well, and for our listeners, tell everyone where you guys are, are located so they can get a little a little proper context on, on the heat where you guys are at. <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky. Well, I, my, my region, I cover everything from La Mesa, Seminole, Pecos, uh, Midland, Odessa, uh, Eastern New Mexico. I cover, uh, we had stores in Almogordo, New Mexico, Riodoso, New Mexico, Roswell, New Mexico, Hobbs, Carlsbad. So I cover a, a pretty uh, big, big area. And like I said, all 15 stores got involved at a super high level and they all, uh, had phenomenal sales, record-breaking sales. I mean, we had we had a store that was up over 300% in general merchandise during that time frame. Uh, our top fresh cut uh, store was up over, uh, I think it was 100, no, fresh cut was 281%. And then our top bulk watermelon sales store was up over 113%. Uh, I mean, so, Again, to Todd's point, it was the right item, right time, and I mean it. It and it was across the board. It wasn't any one area because every store got behind it. Every store seen. I think the lowest increase we've seen was fifty six, fifty three percent. So it was. It was definitely. It definitely. Uh, there was a good return on investment for sure. Well, and Todd, to your point, getting, you know, not only the the departments that the certain items 
are featured in the contest are from, but the whole store involved. I imagine that that has a huge effect on amplifying what's going on in those, you know, particular departments for the featured items, right? Oh, it does. Um, I, the the team members within the store, they love the energy. And so they like uh, the, the wow displays, the big displays, and that they look really good and they're proud of it. And so it brings good energy to the store, which in turn, or to the team members, which in turn impacts the guests because the team members are happier and they, they feel better and they're engaged. And, and so that spills over to the guests, which in turn can spills over to one more item in their basket, uh, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it was a total store uh, deal. Everybody got involved with our front end, uh, our checkers, our, our, our service manager, Renee, she got the checkers engaged. And so they were, we had a cooler up front that we moved that normally holds uh, chilled wine. Uh, we moved that over and we had fresh cut watermelon bowls in there so that our checkers could offer um, some fresh cut watermelon to the to the guests as they checked out. And it was right there for them to get real easy and real simple. And so we sold a lot that way. Uh, they, the checkers received incentives. So we played, uh, I don't know if you know the song, uh, it's, it's old, it's Watermelon Crawl. I don't even know who sings. I do it. know that song, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, so it's an old country song. So we took clips of that uh, watermelon crawl and we would play it over the intercom and then come in with an announcement talking about watermelon and fresh cut watermelon and all of this. And so uh, we got, we let everybody dress up. All of our team members could dress up as uh, farmers or uh, kind of country themed or farmers market themed. And so they enjoyed that. And so, just getting everybody engaged in some some way, um, it we, we blew it out of the water, and so it, it was amazing. So wow, absolutely, that is fantastic. Well, and and I would say to that too, Todd. Just like you mentioned, it's so huge for the shoppers. It creates so much excitement for the shoppers, but especially in the the labor environment that all of grocery finds itself in today, having activities, events like that where your teams are having a ton of fun. I imagine that's huge for retention. And then like you said, bleeds over into being huge for on the customer service and shopping experience side, because if the folks who are there serving you are having a good time, then as a shopper, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we still have a long way to go on that as far as getting everybody uh, excited, but we it still creates a good atmosphere for your team members and they like it. And so uh, it it does help with all of those things that you mentioned for sure. And Ricky on kind of the regional side of things, what do you see as far as what contests do for even kind of like the development of your, your produce managers across the board and giving them an opportunity to, to get creative and do some fun things, maybe learn different ways to do stuff and even assign things to their, their team members, maybe, you know, give them cool assignments and let them create, have growth opportunities. Right. And, and again, that's, that's the key, the, the creativeness, uh, you know, and, and it's kind of that old adage. We all work, we all, we, we can accomplish more together. Uh, you know, just because as you start building it, uh, I, I would say even in Todd store, uh, when they were building it, I was I was laughing at the market manager spent a considerable yeah. amount of time up there, and he yeah. had he had no skin in the game. But nope. I mean, it just it just attracted him. I mean, he was up there. I mean, he had drills and 
screwdrivers and wrenches and uh, you know and, and again we've seen that in in several other stores it just we had uh, whether it's a produce team member whether it was front end what I mean just they were coming with different ideas and inputs and after the display was built they would oh what if we added this or what if we did that and so I mean it just it it was a magnet it just drew uh, everyone I mean we had guests walking by and they were putting their input oh you know you put the sign over here, you know, oh, that's really cool. You know, next time you should try. I mean, so, I mean, everyone's, you know, once you see that something different, something outside of the box, it just gets everyone's creative juices flowing. When you see a display or a picture from another store, then of course you see what they're doing. You, you want to kind of take and say, oh, you want to one up them. So then that makes you dig a little deeper in the in the creative box and you know because without that contest without the pictures and the displays and you know we will they will build a kind of what we call a compliance display we have hey build a display and they'll build I a display that me except todd he's like the <laughs> pinterest king i don't know if he wanted everybody to know that but <laughs> but but a lot of people, they'll, they'll just be comfortable with building that compliance. Well, you said build a display, check. But when you when you start sharing those pictures and put, turn it into a contest where they're being graded on the contest, on the display piece as well, and then they're seeing all this, and you know, if you build this little small rinky-dink display and then you see these other ones, you're like, you're looking at theirs, you're looking at yours, and you're like, you know, I... I good is not good enough any longer so it, it it really pushes everyone to to be more creative to think harder to to invest more time and because in this in this in this world in this grocery industry everything is so fast paced everything mm -hmm. is more efficient faster bigger better but and so it, it causes them to take a minute to really invest uh, some some attention to the details, and there, that's where all the difference lies is in the details. Uh, if you just build a, like I said, a compliance display, you're going to generate some sales, you know, some. Uh, but when you go big, you go wow. Uh, RVP's one of his favorite sayings is uh, "Wow displays equals wow sales," uh, and and it's it's it, there's proof uh, again. The, some of the numbers I shared with you earlier, when you show a 300% increase, you know. They're, they're, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, and then just the, like the morale, the engagement, I mean, just how people from other departments guess. I mean, it, it was a, a total success, a win across the board. Uh, and then when we were able to get with the produce partners, uh, that just gave us another, another match to ignite an even bigger fire. So uh, you guys were were awesome. You were amazing, and in helping uh, be a part of that and drive that any anything because now they knew they had eyes that weren't the same eyes. They had a whole nother audience that they were uh, being uh, looked at through, and so it, it it was it was awesome. It was a good time, it really was. Well, I, and I was going to add to he, he brought up Ricky brought up my, my market manager Brian, and and Brian was. Uh, no skin in the game so there was no he had no no particular item uh, that was in the contest because um, I don't you know 
other than sushi, uh, because we do we do filter sushi into our our, our meat market uh, department. Those sales go there, but other than that, Brian didn't have any any stake in the game. But he was involved in getting the display, uh, a huge display up front, uh, put together and uh, helping out in that regard. But then about a week into it, uh, of course, we were and so this would be the week going into the, the second week of the contest going into Fourth of July. Uh, we're having our, ma- our department manager meeting and we're, we're going over all the different things that we go over. And so we start talking about the watermelon contest and that we're we're kind of right there neck and neck with. Uh, a particular store that we were clustered with and we were we were thinking man we'll you know let's keep doing the things that we're doing and let's keep pushing it and let's make sure we're producing it let's keep uh, doing the demos and let's keep pushing it through the through the check check stands and through our checkers well it was brian's idea uh to do something uh, there was something going on for a fourth of july celebration downtown and it was brian's idea he's like well why don't we maybe reach out to them and maybe we could get get involved with that with that uh deal downtown for the fourth of july and sell watermelon cups uh down there and i said well that's a good idea and so let me make a few calls and we got in and so he so he had that idea and then he was back there working on our our street side or our uh, curbside truck uh, to get that going and then he spent a lot of his time out there that day that the mm-hmm. event was selling watermelon cups brought his family out there and he was involved in that and so uh it, it everybody got involved whether they were uh, had some kind of uh, stake in the game or we're going to get rewarded if we won uh, everybody was was competing and so it, it was it was fantastic that is so encouraging to hear because I I know that um, I, I know that across the grocery industry, labor and, and putting time towards special events and bigger projects and things like that. I, I think that's intimidating a, a lot of times for folks. But I love hearing you guys talk about this because it sounds like the the ROI on like you mentioned, Todd, getting getting extra hours for people to be able to have the fresh cut watermelon ready to go, so that you made sure you had it in stock because you knew you were going to keep selling it. It sounds like the return on investment there is is well, well worth worth that extra, you know, people time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And I was curious too, how long have you guys been doing kind of this cadence of, of contests? Is that something that's been going on a lot of years or relatively new or, or what's that look like for you all? Well, we do have certain contests that we have uh, pretty much every year. Uh, so like Ricky had when, and, I, and I, we had talked about the pineapple upside down cake contest. We have that every year, pretty much at the same, at that, at the same time every year. But this, this contest, this watermelon was, was totally new. No, we've uh, not really done anything like this. Um, not that I know of. Uh, we have some other things like right now we're going through a, a hatch uh, hatch chili peppers we've got that contest going on uh, but that's that's every year but this was a this was a new one uh, what wasn't it ricky i, I thought yes, it sir. was it was a, a a way to break up the monotony like todd said we have we have different contests we do every year you can almost set your clock to it and so yep. you kind of you know it, it, it kind of again it kind of gets stale uh but this is one that we took 
and we did just with our region and kind of went outside the box and went bigger. Uh, and it was because it was something new uh, and refreshing, no pun intended. Uh, man, it was, it, was, it was great because it was not the, the normal, well, it's this time, of the, this time of the year, we know this contest is coming. Oh, it's this time of the year, we know this one's coming. This was something that just totally, totally off the cuff. It was, uh, they got everyone excited uh, because it was, it was, it was, it was brand new. So, and again, like Todd said, it was, it was the perfect item at the perfect time. We already, you sell a ton, a ton of watermelon in the summer uh, around 4th of July. So it was, it was the perfect. And that was, I think to me, that was one of the, the biggest uh, wins was we took an item that we already were going to sell extremely well. And went up against a time period, we sell it very well. And so the return on investment of 200, 300% on an item that you already sold well during a time frame that you already sold it well, I mean, that, it, it, was, it was wild. You know, it's 100% of, of something you're barely selling is not really doesn't make the same impact. But when you have something that you're already selling very well and you're still able to increase that by 300%, I mean, yeah, it's a win-win. I mean, that was, sure. that, was, that was one of the bigger challenges was we already drive watermelon. We, we already pushed it the year before. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were already pushing it uh, in, in fresh cut necessarily. And so it was like, well, what are we, what are we going to do? So how are we going <laughs> to, you know, how are we going to, it already sells really well and we always do really well on it. So we're going to have to come up with some answers and try to try to answer the, answer the challenges. And so, I guess I guess we did. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's I'm glad you guys brought that up because you're absolutely right. You know, getting a a 300% increase on yellow dragon fruit from one year to the next is a whole different thing than getting a 300% right. increase on fresh cut watermelon yeah. in the heat of the summer, right? right. I mean, right. Your baseline is is so much higher. That's that's absolutely. remarkable. Is is this what you guys were expecting or did this exceed all expectations? Uh, honestly, I, I would, to be honest, I would say it exceeded expectations because we, and the part that exceeded more expectation than just the, the buy-in from the entire team, how everyone, I mean, we had some, some small stores, 18,000 square foot stores that were building big displays. I mean, we, we, we've got little store, we've got a small store in Seminole, Texas, who built a pretty good size display for their size store. I mean, so it didn't matter how big the store was, how small the store was, how many guests, uh, what their volume was, none of that mattered. Everyone got behind it. Uh, and, and it's kind of one of those things you knew if you could ever get some, everyone behind it, it would, the, the, the number side, the sales side would, would come. I mean, so mm -hmm. that part, uh, I would say, I mean, I was still very uh, grateful for it and, and, somewhat surprised by it, but the biggest surprise was just the, the buy-in and the creativity and the, the, the market guys, the front-end guys, the floral team, the, our admin assistant, our bakery supervisor, our food. I mean, how everyone, that, that was the part that was just like, wow. And sometimes, you know, when you just, you, you just step back and, and see all those collective creative people together, working together as a team, 
you can't help but to, to step back and, and smile and, and say, you know, and, and to me, that was the, the most rewarding piece. The sales, you know, those were a byproduct of that. Once we got that, the sales were taken care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I believed we were going to win here my story. <laughs> we were going to win. I did, but I, I didn't realize it would be that, 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 that big of an increase. So it, um, it was, it was definitely unexpected in that regard. I was going to say, when I asked that question, I was looking at Todd's face too. And I'm like, he doesn't look like he's surprised. <laughs> he looks like that was his expectation. <laughs> oh, I've been gosh. really disappointed if it hadn't. <laughs> Todd, Todd was not going to lose, even if he had to buy the watermelon himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was all legit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, His family that, ate watermelon for two weeks. <laughs> Nothing but watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so fun, though, because I imagine in the course of that kind of thing, too, you discover all these things that maybe had you guys had fresh cut, you know, near the checkout before. I mean, I imagine you discover some different things that you're like, that did really well. We might do more of that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've done we've done some things with that that in, that cooler in particular during holidays um, with charcuterie boards um, during Valentine's or Mother's Day. We did some things like that, but we kept it over there over there in floral or close to floral, where people could kind of see everything all together. Um, but we were thinking if we're going to have checkers pushing a watermelon bowls, we need to have watermelon bowls close. For them to get it and we've got it we're going to got to keep it cold and keep it at the right temp and so how are we going to do that and so i thought well we'll we'll move some stuff up front and we'll get that cooler up front and see how it works and uh yeah it, it, it did really well um, but i don't know if we could keep it there all the time but uh, it's definitely an answer for us down the road if we wanted to do something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a, a temperature sensitive item. And Ricky, I imagine looking across the region as a whole, as you go through all the different pictures and all the entries and hear about all the things that stores did across the board, you probably got a big old long list now of different things like that, that then when people are looking for next year, just the rest of this year and different occasions, the whole new assortment of things to pick through and techniques to try out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because you, you run into a lot of, well, we can't. I can't. Oh, really? Let me show you this picture. <laughs> Let me show you what this store did. Let me show. Hey, remember when we did this contest and we did this? So definitely it just it, it opens up all kinds of realms of possibilities. And you can kind of take these two ideas and mesh them together. And so uh, for sure, it, it, it kind of removes some of those boundaries and limitations and, and things that, that uh, we kind of place on ourselves sometimes. Very true. Well, guys, I don't want to run too far over whatever uh, time I'd allotted for us here today. Um, but anything else that that you think we've missed or that you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? I just wanted to say thank you to, to you guys there at Produce Pros for being willing to to let us put those pictures out there and to, to judge them and to grade them and all of that and being a part of the, the contest. So it, it made it, it brought a different dynamic to it rather than, like Ricky was saying rather than 
the supervisors simply being the ones that are coming through and and grading it 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 got somebody a third party involved and that was that was fun and so thank you for doing that yeah and i'll, I'll echo echo todd's sentiments it was that was great you know because they the our team they see us on a on a regular basis and and they know what our expectations are and you know it, it's kind of like kind of like kids and their parents you know the kids kind of get tired of hearing their parents say something but somebody else's parent comes along and says something and it makes perfect sense. Like, well, I've been saying that this whole time, but just to know that, that you guys were, were going to be grading as well. We, I mean, I, I seen a lot of uh, eyes and things perk up and ears perk up when they heard. And so uh, it, it, it was awesome. So uh, we, we definitely appreciate you guys' input. We appreciate you guys' time. Uh, it, it, it was fun. We look forward to, to having an opportunity to, to do something else again real soon. Oh, well, that's that's very kind of you guys and certainly happy to help out in just a very small way there. Um, for context for our listeners, the Produce Pros Facebook group um, has produce managers from all over the country who will post pictures of their merchandising and kind of ask each other questions and, and give each other comments on, oh, you know, you could move this over here or, oh, that's fantastic. I've never seen it like that before. And um, so I was invited to be a, a moderator of that group. So I share episodes of the podcast and uh, kind of a, a shout out of the week for different displays and things like that. And um, you guys were were so, I think, creative to to reach out to us and say, hey, can can we get the help of this big group in judging the contest? And so um, we got to share the photos there and I went through and counted up all the all the votes and looked at the reactions on all the individual photos and kind of collected some of the feedback to send it over to you guys. And uh, Todd, I, I will say I was looking at all the different metrics and the comments and I'm like, okay, it really should be, it really should be 674. I, I'm going to list that first on, on the list of, you know, these are the four that got the most interest, right? So, uh, so I, I think a good decision was made. <laughs> Lots of great entries, but... <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of good ones. There were. There were, and it was cool to see kind of the things that you saw, you know, comments resurface on different ones and different things that um, folks kind of emphasized. The The Produce Pros group, of course, um, more excited about anything that was a little more fresh forward, right, and some of those things. So you could see kind of the, uh, the, the produce-centric element of the group, of course. But um, it, it was really fun, and it was cool to see. And I... Um, I'm always energized by any opportunity to kind of recognize what's happening at the store and on the folks who put that work in. Cause um, as, as somebody, somebody once told me, and I never forgot, you got to remember the cash registers are in the store. That's where it all ultimately takes place. So. <laughs> right. right. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you again. We'll wrap it up there. I want to thank our listeners as well. And I will, tell everyone if you enjoyed this conversation you can head over to our archives and listen to some other great produce conversations a few of the other folks we've had on recently include mike tipton of schnuck markets and mike o'brien previously of schnuck markets and now with monterey mushrooms also mike roberts with harps food stores kevin byers with pcc community markets mark kruchinski with garrity's and many other awesome produce retail people. So thank you all again, and we'll see you next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.